0: Welcome to Love Essie, the podcast. Hi, everyone. This week on episode 66 of the podcast, I'm calling it a mixed bag, a sac mélanger, a bolsa mixta. Why, you ask? Because... My reading was kind of all over the place this week, and by all over the place, it's still romance, guys. Like, <laughs> sorry, don't read anything else. I know that I should, and I tell myself that sometimes, like Esther, you should read other stuff. And then I pick up a romance novel, and I'm just like, hmm, but way But why? Um, but this week, I I didn't really. I felt like I couldn't really focus on a, a theme or an idea, really. Um. But surprisingly got through like five or six books. So I'm going to talk to you about what, what worked for me this week and what did not work for me this week. Um, so we're going to start out with... Sorry, brain. I'm going to talk first about the standalones and then I'm going to talk about the fact that I also did part of a series. Um, but we'll do standalones first. So the standalones are actually all Harlequin books. Two... Um or Harlequin Desires. One is a Harlequin Presents. Um so we've got The Italians Final Redemption by Jackie Ashden Ashenden. Um and that's a Harlequin presents. Then we've got Sin City Seduction by Zuri Day and A Reunion of Rivals by Reese Ryan. Okay, so these three, oh, and those last two, uh Seduction Rivals those are harlequin desires so i like reading category romance which is what these harlequins fall under um and sometimes i find some really good uh category and sometimes i'm like what in the world so sin city seduction um definitely the cover was what drew me in it's a gorgeous cover um it's just like she's wearing a Gorgeous blue dress, and she's sitting on his lap. He's in a black on black suit. Everyone looks darker ish skin toned. She's looking a little palish, so I'm like, maybe mix. But she's got gorgeous, like dark brown, long curly hair. It's very thick. It's a stunning cover, and that's literally um. Why I bought it. Now here's the thing: I did read it, uh, from the library as an ebook, even though I technically own the print book because I'm weird. Whatever, we've established that. So I picked it up. Really, uh, the blurb seemed kind of interesting. I was like, hmm, okay, blurb, I I can flex with that. And the cover was like, whoa. So I was like, okay, let's do this, right? Um, and it's like, it's a uh, so the blurb i'm gonna just i'm not gonna read the whole blur but just to give you an idea she's basically his nurse he's had an accident um skiing he has lost feeling in his legs so he's paralyzed and she basically goes from being his nurse in the hospital to being his like full-time nurse during his rehabilitation and of course they fall in love this is not a new trope right nurse and patient uh regardless of gender i feel like has been done in romance so many times and sometimes it's done really, really well. Sometimes I'm like, what in the good Lord were you doing? Were you thinking? Um, So I started reading this and I didn't understand because in the blurb, he is, um, actually there's no mention about this in the blurb, but he's basically trying to have uh, open a specific casino type hotel resort thing in salt lake city utah and she her father is a layman um i'm not entirely sure because i didn't look it up if this is supposed to be like a placeholder name for mormon or there's like mormon and layman i don't say i did not do the research this is all i'm getting from the book so basically, she her father's like gambling is literally evil, and homeboys trying to open a gambling resort um, in that city. So, I didn't expect that uh, from the blur because there is no mention of that. So, as I am reading, because I did finish this one, she has very little experience. She had had a fiance um, who was also a member of her church, but he was killed, and I think a think it's drunk driving that kills him, which is really sad. But Damaris—that's her the our protagonist's name. She's very innocent, and I finished it, like I said. But there were moments where I was like, "What is going on here? I'm so confused. I don't understand. I don't. What is happening? Why is this happening? What?" And so it wasn't like, "Whoa, top, top read Like, am I reading this again? No. Um, and uh, if it weren't for the cover. I don't think i ever like if this had a different cover that was a lot sweeter looking which i felt the book was a lot sweeter i mean it's a harlequin desire and i was like don't no, see the desire i'm so confused donde donde the heat where did the heat go was there heat i don't really it felt very um it felt very not heady um i know <laughs> heady is not a word but it was just uh it was cool it wasn't it wasn't hot it was it was I don't even think it was a little warm to be honest. Okay, so the sirens decided at this moment that they needed to be loud even though this whole time I was sitting here uh none of that was happening, you know. It's cool. It's cool. They it's New York. They're trying to save someone's life. I hope. I hope. Oh, I think they're coming my way. Oh god. Nope. It it's getting quieter. They're going somewhere else. Ooh. Sometimes when I hear the sirens, obviously I'm like, oh, is something happening in my building or the building next to me? Do I need to evacuate? Do I have my go bag ready? Is is all my money and my ID in there? Because, oh God, like if things if things go left, you know, you're probably like, no, Esther, I don't think about that. Well, you should. Anyway, back to what I was talking about before the FDNY's sirens distracted me. Um, so it didn't feel like... I'm expecting a Harlequin Desires book not to be like, whoa, out there, but, you know, to have some heat level. And this was uh, missing that. This was kind of like, eh. I also kept kind of being thrown off by his last name. His last name was Breedlove. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. I don't know. it. I don't know why. It just was a sticking thing for me. I was like, yeah, okay. So I read it, but I was kind of like, oh, well, okay. Um, what? Huh? I don't know. It wasn't the cover just seems so like, ooh, and then I got to the book and it was like not ooh. And I was like, okay, well, all right, I guess. Perhaps, per chance. I gave it a shot. And it didn't um it didn't quite hit the mark. And that's okay. It happened the other harlequin uh desires book a reunion a reunion of rivals same thing cover i was like oh my god hells to the yes with this cover because in this cover it's a This is a completely, both people in the cover are black. She's wearing this gorgeous like purple dress, but that's short. It's a hot clinch. He's like grabbing onto her thigh, friends, her thigh and her back. And she's clutching his shoulder. The heat is screaming at me from this cover. So the cover, Reese Ryan has always seemed really cool on the social media. So I was like, yeah, bet bought it then was like I'm gonna read it as ebooks I'm a weirdo and I have not been able to finish it according to Libby I'm at 49% I don't know if I'm going to finish it um it's like a enemies uh to lovers rivals to lovers kind of thing like they had and also second chance they had like a relationship one summer when they were younger then they both went their separate ways now it's like they're trying to, his family business is trying to launch some fruit brandy nonsense. And she's been brought on because it's her grandfather's farm that's going to provide the fruit. And they're both kind of, and my biggest issue, I think, is that a lot of Max's like, so it's Quinn is our girl, Max is the boy, whatever. I don't like him. I don't like him. I started reading and immediately was like, I don't really like this man. I don't care if he gets a happily ever after because I don't like him. There's something about him that is aggravating me. And I don't know. I think it's the way that he reacts to Quinn. Like I do get, you know, this has been something he's been working so hard on and whatever, he isn't upfront with with anyone in his family about the fact that there was something in the past with him and Quinn because I guess they kept it a secret from everyone. So no one really knows why he's being so weird about this, which, okay, fine, you don't want to tell them because nothing's going to happen, blah, 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 blah. But he just seemed like annoying and petulant and childish almost. I don't know. I just, I literally got to 49%. I was like, yeah, no, 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 no. And Quinn also, I was like, I want to root for you, but I don't really care. I don't actually really care. And I felt so annoyed that I didn't care. And at 49%, they're still not like, maybe that's also what's bothering me. At where I had stopped, they're still in their, we can't stand each other sort of phase. They haven't even transitioned into, we're starting to have feelings for each other or we're starting to, to acknowledge that there is still something here between us. It's still very much like we just don't want to work with each other still. And I'm like, hey, so when is this happening? Are you telling me I have to get to like 92% to be like, ah, there we go? Ah, no, sorry. Don't want that. Uh-uh. Is that possible that I may go back at some point and actually end up reading all the way through? Yeah, sure, it's possible. But as of right now, as of right, right, right now, <laughs> no. The answer is no. Gorgeous cover, gorgeous cover, boy. Oof, the inside, it let me down. It's so very much, and I do not like it. I do not like it. So, the other Harlequin, um, which I also did finish, this was the Harlequin Presents uh, The Italian's Final Redemption by Jackie Asherdon. So, I this is a book. So Harlequin always has you finish your book and then they're like, here's a blurb of another book by a completely different author that's coming up or coming out or is out. Just a way to like basically get you to want to purchase more books. So I'm pretty sure this was the blurb at the end of Sin City Seduction. And I was kind of like, hmm, what is happening? What is going on here? What, what, what? So Lucy is escaping from her mafia father and goes to her mafia father's enemy Vincenzo, Vincenzo for you know please save me and I was like oh okay well, let me see and it's weird and I say it's weird because these two characters they're both children of mobsters right like her dad's a mobster his mom and dad were mobsters so on one hand, I do like that they both have that sort of shared experience in that they, it's not like someone who isn't in the mob, falling in love with someone who is, who can't really ever understand what it is like to have parents who, you know, murder people <laughs> just for, you know, the sake of bee's knees. So I love that. And they both have had parents who have been terrible to them. Um, like, basically, you shouldn't have children. Like, but you did because, you know. Life and here you are ruining them in the process. So Vincenzo Vincenzo has like turned his back on the mob and like turned everybody in, including his you know mama. um It's not clear if he turns his father in because I think his papa might be dead, dead. But whatever. And then Homegirl is like, I you know please help me, and he's all like, I'm gonna put you in prison. Here's the thing: I feel like if this was slightly longer, I. So basically, he's kind of like, oh, my God, I think I have feelings. But for a very long time, it's kind of like, no, I don't. No, I don't. And then when he files, like, I do, it's like, but I can't have them because I can't have this because I can't because I can't because I can't, you know, all that nonsense. And she's just kind of like, what I think was also really interesting is in this, they don't have friends. Like, she's literally been kept prisoner. She's been in a house in Cornwall and can hear the sea, but has never seen the sea excuse me how you live i mean i know how but you live on beachfront property but have never been to the beach that's the kind of prison prison level your papa your dad was on damn and he you know turned in his family and has made enemies of so many other people so we've got two characters who both have had terrible upbringings both have really no one in their lives that they can trust um and then they end up falling for each other um, and all that jazz and living their life and whatever. Um, so I thought it was interesting. I mean, and I think like that kind of concept fully fleshed out into a much bigger book might be really interesting to see. Like, like I enjoyed it. Sure. But it wasn't like, oh, my God, I do this world. I can't wait to. No, 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 it wasn't but the concept of it i think really did appeal to me even though at times i was like this also kind of seems unrealistic because you're really going after all of these mob families or, Oh, wouldn't they just be murdering you to make things easier but maybe not because it's more it's set in present day so maybe you know it is harder to get away well 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 sometimes it's harder to get away with murder um and sometimes it's not uh but yeah it was interesting Um, And she was very, I did think Lucy, the girl, was very aware of how little she knew about the world. Because, like, legit, like, never dated, like, just, like, solitary, like, no, like, oh, can't imagine. Um, So it was, it was, it was okay. But it, it did compel me to finish it. So I'll give it that. So those were the Harlequins, right? Then I reread Nalini Singh's first three books in sort of the rock series, which is Rock Addiction, Rock Hard, and then um, Rock Courtship, which is a novella. So what really started, I don't know how or why, pretty sure i saw something on twitter and immediately thought of rereading rock hard which is charlotte and gabe's book um because she calls him t-rex i think i saw someone mention that potentially on the twitters and i was like yeah i want to reread that it's been a while and i was going to reread it but then i was like but i kind of want to start it right at the beginning which is rock addiction which is her best friend's book molly with fox the rock star I was like, okay, that's what I'm going to do. So that's literally what I did, even though I originally was just like, I'm going to read rock hard. I was like, no, I'm going to get to the beginning. I'm going to read rock addiction. Then I read rock hard. And then by the end of that, I was like, well, now I really want to read rock courtship. So I ended up reading all three. Now, as I've said many, many times, but in case you're brand new, I'm an Alini Singh stan, okay? I am a huge stan. I flew to Paris to see her in 2018 at the romance festival that there was in Paris, France, from New York. Okay, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. I'm a stan. I'm a weirdo. Um... The only things I haven't read are the thrillers because I'm a scared cat. I'm a literal scared cat. I'm just like, oh no, thriller. Ooh, I'm scared. I don't know. Am I going to read them at some point? Probably. During the daytime? Definitely. I just have to like psych myself up for that because I'm such a baby. But one of the things that I think is really interesting about this series, I don't like rock star romances. I find them off-putting. And I say this every... because i don't know there's something about the rock star that i'm like i don't care i don't care about this person finding it in h.e.a i don't i don't whatever i don't want to read it i don't want to know about it so i don't know how many other rock star romances i've read if any um i'm pretty sure when this came out i was like well nalini read it so i guess but i wasn't like like i'm not out here looking for rockstar romances i'm never like oh i want more i'm usually like oh like when i read a blurb and i see rockstar i'm like yeah i'm not gonna read this like almost every single time so the fact that i wanted to read this it was like mm, okay like it was basically nalini so then i read it and i was like oh okay, Fox and Molly, Molly and Fox, this is, there's a lot happening. And these are contemporaries set in New Zealand um, and, you know, the world kind of, because they are a rock group that goes on tour, or sorry, rock band. (laughs) See, what do I know? And the emotional depth of Molly's story, of Fox's story, you know of the of these characters, I think is what really sells it for me um and then and the bandmates the the rock star people, whatever being rock stars is like still a part of their story, but they're so focused, I'm able to be like, it's about the music, y'all y'all, it's about the music, and not so much about I am a famous rock star, um, which really really helps because. I feel like if it was about them being famous rock stars, I'd be like, I don't care. Take it away. But because it's about their emotional journeys, especially their emotional journeys and finding women who get them, right? And finding their people. They've already, they have their friend group, right? As a band, they are literally, you know, they're not real brothers, but whatever. But now they're finding these women who, complete them now what i also think is really interesting about this right i mentioned three books rock addiction and rock courtship are about band members rock hard is not rock hard is actually about molly's best friend and a rugby and a former pro rugby player and that book ends up being the book that offshoots the other hard books which is cherish hard and love hard which are his younger brother's books he has three younger brothers so far two brothers have their book out we are all patiently waiting for the last brother to get his book oh and in that crap i totally forgot that one of the brother's wives best friends also gets books so i say this because i think it's really fascinating that nalini was like I'm going to write a series about fo- these rock stars. And then we end up offshooting into a rugby player and his family. Because the characters were so compelling. That we were like, so, eh, when are these books are coming? We would like these books. Where are they? Give to us. Thank you. And she was like, no problems, guys. I got you. Because I'm brilliant. Um, so it, it's not a straightforward series i think in that sense where you're like oh it's like like this like this like this it's not because it's also the way and we get gabe's book right with charlotte but then for his younger brother sailor who's the next in line we have to go back into the past for sailor and his story because when we meet oh my god i almost dropped my phone jesus when we meet gabe through charlotte his younger brother it has been you know with his wife this whole time so we get to go back in to a past where charlotte you know um obviously wasn't around for that story and then i think we jump back forward into present day slash future when we get to is it jacob i'm pretty sure it's gabe sailor jacob and danny y'all can correct me so We've got them, oh, and I keep forgetting Issa's best friend, which is bad, because I read that book and I enjoyed it. So we end up with all, you know, this interconnectedness, which really springs from Molly and Charlotte, right? Molly and Charlotte are best friends. So through Molly, we get the men of the band and her sister. Uh, her half-sister, Thea. And then through Charlotte, we get her story. And then the men connected to her uh, significant other, Gabe. And because of that, we also get Issa's best friend. So, or is it Issa or Isla? Oh yeah. Anyway, so I love that. But anyway, back to the three that I reread. Like I said, Molly and Fox's like story is really, really emotional but really because it what i like about it is like you're looking at fox who's this you know world-renowned star who's like i love music so much i'm willing to put up with all this other extremist bullshit that sucks so that i can play music but this i'm also not going to give up molly and a life with her like that you can't ask that of me i will not do it And we will figure out a way to make this work, but I'm not giving her up because I'm a rock star. Like, nah. And I was like, okay, I like this. Um, And then when we get to Charlotte and Gabe rock hard, Charlotte, now trigger warning, Charlotte has been through, you know, domestic violence, the man who is responsible is in prison she has got trauma trauma both charlotte and molly have crazy trauma in their past in their childhood um in different ways. well charlotte's isn't her childhood she's in college when it happens but they've got trauma um they both don't have parents there's a lot going on there's a lot of heavy baggage but it is dealt with it really i think it's dealt in a way that i am like obviously rooting for all of the characters that I like and rooting for the ones that I don't like to die um and so I th- Charlotte and Gabriel are not obviously the rock star world at all that's very like it's a very different look right so Molly and Fox you've got this girl who whose sister is the publicist or PR person for this band and then she falls in love with the front band, which is like that's the fantasy right that's the this famous man is gonna fall in love with me and i'm gonna be his one and only and then it happens to her and she's kind of like that's cray cray but she finally believes in it and it happens then we've got charlotte her best friend who's like i'm gonna die alone and gabe who's like i have the hots for this tiny little person who scared me so now i have to like." go real slow and eventually they come together and in both cases right we've got these characters who are damaged and are flawed and work with each other to become better people for themselves and each other which i really appreciated and then Rock courtship which is the novella is david and thea Thea is Molly's half sister, and she's the publicist for the band. And David is the guitarist. And David, and we know when we read Molly and Fox's book that David has has feelings for Thea because there are uh, two scenes with that he has with Molly. The first where she realizes that he's you know looking at her not like oh she's hot but more like she's my everything kind of look. And then when he's all alive, she rejected me. And she's like, write her a memo. So this novella is fascinating because there's, like, memo writing. And so you see, like, the memo, you read it. And they are both so, like, into each other. But, like, Via is afraid because her past, her ex is a horrible, horrible person. And seeing what i think is also really cool in their book is sorry friends we see how important family is because molly and fox like molly has no parents and she's an only well to her parents she's an only child really her only family is thea her half-sister and then charlotte her best friend fox's family fox's father i think has passed his mother is alive but basically washed her hands of him and like went on to have two more kids and her son that she had she named him the same name so it's like i'm replacing the zachary that i like gave away with a new zachary like ew gross disgusting so molly and fox their story we're seeing a couple who's coming together who you don't have that stable family background home life. with david and thea that's the complete opposite they both have mother father alive together happy they both have siblings david has younger brothers thea has younger sister so we get to see these two characters who come from rock solid families right who love their families and express their you know care for those people in such like i think really like nice ways and seeing them come together. Because also with with Gabe and Charlotte, Charlotte is completely alone. She was an only child and her parents died very, very closely. Her mother was sick with cancer. She passes. Her father dies four days later, which is uh, not fun. And I believe she was right before she's supposed to enter college when this happens. So Charlotte has no one other than Molly, but Gabe does have... Um, his family he has his mother and his stepfather in his book you know his father is his bio father shows up he he ain't shit sorry guys he ain't shit um but Gabe gets past that so Gabe has you know his parents and his younger siblings so in that relationship it's more like Charlotte with no one figuring things out with Gabe who has people right he's got his he also has two nieces but with Gabe what David and Thea right we're seeing like they both have like stable families like they're not coming from broken homes or anything and so there's this you get to see different aspects of both characters in the way that they interact with both their own family and each other's families, which I think is really interesting, right? Um, Which I think is something when you don't, when you have characters who do not have biological family that they are close to, then that, that kind of scene work has to happen with their found families, right? So then in the case of Molly and Fox, it's like, how does Molly interact with the band? And because they're on tour, I don't think in their book, we ever see Fox interacting with Charlotte in person, but he's very much aware of who Charlotte is and how important she is to Molly. Um, Just like Gabe is very much aware of who Molly is and how important she is to Charlotte. So even though in both their books, because the band is on tour and whatnot, we don't ever see them interacting with each other's families in person we are shown that like through video calls through all of that that it does happen so for me like that was something that i was like oh yes i like this um and it was nice to sort of revisit that world because yes it's contemporary said in you know new zealand it's not like a made-up world there's nothing weird happening there are no aliens there are no fairies there are no shifters there are no you know we're not on a planet it's called um Gamora like like it's literally right now with like no I was gonna be like maybe some dated references but not yet maybe farther down anyway but there's something really nice about meeting characters and getting to see different aspects of their lives from different viewpoints because in this series because things are kind of happening not exactly at the same time but pretty close because as molly and fox are getting together charlotte um oh and that's a workplace romance because technically gabe comes in as ceo of the company that molly works for or charlotte works for and then ends up promoting her to his assistant because she does so much good work um but as molly is pursuing you know, or this relationship with Fox, that's when Charlotte is meeting, you know, um, Gabe and going from someone who, you know, cannot speak to a stranger, like literally cannot, to being able to go toe-to-toe with a CEO who's massive. These things are kind of essentially happening concurrently and they're like, they're having cross conversations across, you know, many, 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 many miles of oceans and continents. And then David and Thea are also kind of happening in this sort of same time frame. So we're seeing what would be happening in like real life, right? Like in real life, it's not like one friend has a relationship and everyone else waits until they're stable. To that, Like, you know what I mean? Like people are falling in love or falling out of love, whatever. At the same time as their friends, at different times as their friends, at the same time as their sister, and so we we get to see, you know, how things might look like. Like there are things that happen in David and Thea's books that are mentioned in Molly and Fox's book because it happened during the time frame of their book. Same thing with Charlotte and Gabe, and I really like that. Um, I don't know i can't think off the top of my head any other contemporary series that really does that where the books aren't sort of one after the other but technically they're happening all in the same timeline or time frame sorry um but just in different i think what's interesting about they're happening in different areas like they start both charlotte and molly's books start in new Zealand. But Molly has to move to Los Angeles to be with Fox. Charlotte stays in New Zealand. And Thea is, you know, works out of Manhattan, but can be in Los Angeles. And her family lives in Bali. And her, well, Molly was living in Australia. And sorry, in New Zealand, but now she's in LA. So I feel like Thea, out of all of them, probably travels the most. Well, Molly too, because of, you know, um, the band being on tour. And then Charlotte is sort of like technically home base almost because she is based in um New Zealand and isn't really you know going out of the country like that um but yeah I really I really liked that and it was really nice to sort of go back to characters um that I had read before and enjoyed and I think um and you guys can like share uh, your your comments with me. But I think that's one of the cool things about rereading books that you obviously enjoyed is that you get to spend time with characters that made you feel warm and happy. And you get to sort of go back into that and you get to be excited. And sometimes you pick up more detail that you might not have realized in the first read because you were sort of focused on how they were going to get to their journey and maybe this time around you're 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 not depending on how excited you were for the book the second and third reads are going to be different because you you don't have this sense of urgency and excitement that you necessarily have the first time around um but rereads for me um are definitely like they're comforting right it's like eating some comfort food like you feel good and warm inside and you're like yes this hit the spot and I think what's interesting is reading these books alongside reading the Harlequins um I could definitely see where as an author you know you may start out where the Harlequins that I read were at but as you grow as an author you're going to get to you know the Nalini Singh level and also N- Nalini books are not category right so there's a longer word count there's more room um and again the more you write the more you're going to be able to really convey so much with you know the word count that you do have um so i think i definitely the three harlequin authors um it's not like i'm like oh and i'm never reading them again no i'm definitely going to go find other Reese Ryan books i'm definitely going to find other Zuri Day books I'm actually going to look for Jackie Ashton and see, you know, maybe she does more mafia, whatever. Um, And so sometimes I think category in some ways can be sort of like an intro or a teaser, taste, whatever, for an author's voice. And then you can then, so maybe the story itself is kind of like, yeah, really? What the fuck was this? But if you don't hate the voice <laughs> um, or if you really enjoy the voice, then you can see what else the author has available because I mean Alini does have Harlequins which I've read um because I am a stan I told you um and so I do I'm really curious to see what the three other authors authors sorry will create as time goes on um because they're going to right they're gonna write more books and we're gonna get to read them Woot woot! um so yeah that 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 was this week for me in terms of reading um like I said kind of a a mixed bag um because trope wise it was kind of all over the place like nurse patient okay um and then we had enemies to lovers kind of but also second chance and then we had you know Protect me from my evil father, and then, but then we had like. Girl falls for rock star and it's real, and then we had Well, so then technically I had two workplace romances, right? Cause Charlotte and Gabe, workplace, and then um, David and Thea. I'm like, what kind of trope would that be? It wasn't second chance. It's not insta love either. I mean, he's had the hots for her for forever, and has been crazy about her for forever, but. There's definitely a connection, right, early on, but she's engaged and whatnot. I don't know what kind of trope they would be. I mean, it's maybe you could still be like girl falls, girl ends up with a rock star again, um, or client and consultant or boss or whatever, because she is their publicist. So I guess because it's not, yeah, that that might be the closest trope, I guess um but yeah that it was it it was interesting um this week do i know what i'm talking about next week of course not i never do um it's gonna be romance day but what don't oh wow i just totally blanked there was another book that i finished but shite do i talk about it now or do i talk about it next week but it's a mixed bag episode right now okay i'm gonna talk about it real quick because i read it and um i forgot you're probably going so you're gonna tell us the hating game by sally Thorne, which a lot of people talk about enemies to lovers so i finished it i say that because there were moments where i thought i wouldn't um did i enjoy it kind of I say kind of because I do like enemies to lovers. These two annoyed me. Like, there was a lot that I found annoying. Um, I, why did we have to make everything a game? Why was she so determined that everyone needed to like her? Why? Those people aggravate me. People who want everyone to like them, I want to punch them in their throat so i personally was like yeah i hope he hates you for being so goddamn motherfucking cheerful and then it turned out he doesn't hate her he's just been had lawns for her the whole time and i was like oh okay um the whole wedding thing uh, you couldn't tell her that you had dated the the bride debbie really that was gonna be hard i guess I did think it was really interesting that he painted his bedroom the shade of her fucking eyes. A little weird. A little weird. Um, Also that she could be so, so fucking unaware. That being said, I can see it. I just was annoyed by it. Um, So yeah, I read it. Now it's possible that if this book had not been so, I feel like it's been hyped up so much or people just always talk about how great it is. I feel like if I'd never heard of that and read it, I might've felt differently. But I think because so many people were like, oh my God, it is so what? And I was like, why? So I enjoyed it, I guess, but I wasn't like, and the dialogue tagging, oh my God. There were too many moments where I was like, who is speaking? Is it him or is it her? I can't tell. That's a problem. That's a problem when I'm having to go back and be like, wait, which one of them said this? You need to make it clearer. I don't know how, but you do. Because I wanted to punch something. I was like, was this her or was this him? Mm, Who knows? Like, making me re-read lines. Sorry. I just... Mm -hmm. So I finished it, but I was kind of like, mm. hmm, hmm, hmm. Yeah, is that going to be something that I reread in the future? No, it's not. Absolutely not. No, no. Sorry, but I read it. So that was another one that I read this week. That I was kind of like, huh, okay. I mean, I guess. Um. Also, it's cartoony cover. Ugh no i'm really not liking them i'm sorry i know that it can help but i don't want it i don't want it they're just cutesy and the books aren't cutesy so i'm annoyed it's just it's not working for me so and that's okay right It's okay It's just, yeah, no, I was like, we couldn't have found, I don't know, because I also don't know what would have been a better cover if, you know, if it's not that illustrated one that it has. I don't, mm. what would have worked better for that? Yeah, maybe nothing. But yeah, that's all I read this week. Kind of crazy. kind of fun. Kind of meh. But I read Quite a bit, quite a bit. All right. I'm going to pause here and then I'm going to come back with gratitude, latitude. All right. It's time for gratitude, latitude. And this time this week is about food, guys, is about food or I mean, whatever. So the first thing um, from the Vida or Veda Wellness Teas Company they have an organic chamomile comfort. And this tea that comes in a tea bag has three ingredients organic chamomile, chamomile, however you say it, organic lavender, lavender, again, however you say it, and organic fennel seeds. And it is delish, delish, delish is, delish, satisfying. Um, (laughs) you're probably like, what in the world? It's just a really nice herbal tea that just is smooth and nice. You might be like, but it has lavender, lavender, however the fuck you say that word. And you're like, that's going to be overpowering. It's not, it's not at all. It is mm, perfect. All of the notes hit perfectly. I don't even really taste the fennel seeds truly but i feel like without it i would notice it you know what i mean delicious um just i'm not always a big herbal tea fan i love coffee and i love black tea like i like Irish breakfast english breakfast uh, all of the breakfast teas you know what i mean earl gray lady gray you know like i love that but sometimes just i just want a herbal tea let's see this is a ball you know like a, you know from herbs and this bang spot on the second thing that i am thankful slash grateful for this whole week so um i was pet sitting for a friend she had bunnies or she has bunnies they're alive and well um they're really cute and uh near her house was a supermarket called western beef and why did I go in there? I went in there. Ooh, I was pretty much finished her creamer. And I was like, if I got back from vacation, I would want to be able to make coffee the next day with the creamer I like. So I was like, I'm going to go to Western Beef and get her creamer. And what did I find? That honestly, before the supermarket I had not seen, you're going to be like, Esther, it totally exists. But listen, I had never seen it before. So I was over the moon. Sharp provolone sharp provolone i've seen provolone the whole time i've lived out here in the u.s because also don't recall ever seeing provolone in canada but that's all other convo i don't recall ever seeing there was both sharp and extra sharp provolone since i wasn't sure i just went with sharp now i love asiago cheese is it the same no but it similar notes so if you like asiago cheese you're gonna like sharp provolone. if you like sharp provolone, you will not love asiago cheese i was like what is this what is this delicious crack what is this listen cheese cheese of all things not the stinky ones i'm sorry i can't get behind that but the ones that don't stink that bad the other these other ones yo um i i want to eat cheese all the time i have to remind myself that uh, I need to, you know, not be cuckoo about it, Um, but that sharp provolone, wow, wow, my taste buds were like, glory be on high, like, full-on hymns, full-on hymns with an organ being played in my taste buds when I ate that sharp provolone, just saying, just saying, And if you're like, Esther, I ate it and I did not like it. I'm so sorry that your palate is not as refined as mine. I am so sorry. Uh, You will have to work on that because a sharp abarrobalone is delicious. Okay. And the last thing that I'm thankful for. Now, I'm not a Girl Scout cookie kind of person. (laughs) Didn't really know what they were. Like I knew that they existed and whatnot, but like I grew up in Canada, guys. Don't ever. I don't think I knew anyone who did it. Is there a Girl Scout cookie Canada? I don't know. Maybe, perhaps. Journal say, whatever. Moved to the yes, and all of a sudden people are talking about Girl Scout cookie season. Da da, da da. And I was like, and then like the most popular cookie has coconut all over it. I was like, ew. So, I don't really like coconut in dessert. It depends. Obviously, there are exceptions, but like, what are they called? Samoas or whatever. That I kept saying samosas. Or maybe they are samosas. Whatever they are called. The one with the coconut. People are like, you're going to love this. And I tried it and I was like, uh, uh." no. So I was always kind of like, y'all talking about this Girl Scout cookie nonsense. And that's uh, garbage. Mm, I mean, respectfully, right? (laughs) Respectfully. So then scroll, scroll through. (laughs) Fast forward. But I guess isn't fast forwarding like scrolling but really quickly anyway fast forward to uh early 2021 um and cherish reed on her twitter is telling us about how there's a girl scout troop of one person one girl um on the i do not know how to pronounce this it's h-o-p-i i I don't know if it's hopi hopi reservation and she's a a troop of her of one because she's the only one and like maybe we could like get her to her goal and so part of me was like that sounds so fucking cool that she's like a girl scout troop of one so i ordered girl scout cookies um now i love lemon flavored everything like give me lemon this lemon that lemon sweet hey yes i'm there for me thank you so of course i went ahead and purchased the lemon ups Now I knew that they weren't going to be the lemon sandwich cream cookie whatever, so I knew that. But I was like, well, you know, know." um, I surprisingly like them. They're 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 nice. Could they be a little bit more lemony? A little bit more tart? A little bit more? Yeah, yeah. But for what they are, they did a good job. And having those with tea or coffee, hmm. With green tea specifically, there's something about that pairing, a nice sort of uh, not overly nutty, roasty green. Because some green teas are a little, I mean, they're great on their own when they're they're very roasted and have that almost like nutty, roasty flavor of like almost like a brown rice flavor. I'm describing it wrong, whatever. I like that, but n- not that strong, but just like a good solid cup of green, green tea. Not matcha green tea that is different than green tea. Okay. They are both green teas, but two different kinds Anyway, that and these lemon ups, <laughs> I mean, it's an afternoon treats. It's like, just like you know, that pick me up at like 2.30 when you're kind of like, am I still working? Is this still happening? Has no one deposited a few million dollars in my bank account so that I can just live? So I can take a sabbatical in an industry that doesn't give them, you know, like, you know, so it's 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 a nice little break uh cookie, I feel like. And I didn't, you know, again, I was kind of like, oh, I don't know. Girl of the Scouts. Because I did get two others. I think the truffle was the basic shortbread, which fine. And then I got the toffee one, which is the gluten-free one. <sighs> I really like toffee. So I was really, really rooting for that one. Oh, it, was a little, it was a little dry. And by a little dry, I mean like, oh, girl, the desert has more moisture. Um, so that one's more like, I don't know copious and copious and copious amounts of coffee to you know soften and 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 you know smooth. It just mm, things <laughs> things too dry a little too dry i mean i sometimes i'm like i could just crumble these up and like give them to the pigeons i'm sure my neighbors would hate me so i don't <laughs> but i could but i won't but i could but i won't so yeah those are the three things that I'm really thankful for and grateful for. I mean, I love eating. I love food. Um, but like that tea, that cheese, and them cookies really sort of stood out this week like as highlights as as key points of the week. Um, you might be like, "Wow, Esther, those are your highlights." Listen. Let's find the joy wherever we can. Right? Let's look for joy in the small moments, the quiet moments, the unexpected moments. Because, you know, what else is the life but a series of moments? Some good, some bad, some extraordinary, some horrific, some bland, some savory. Okay, I'm going to stop because I could go on for way too long and y'all be like, what happened what was she doing i got caught up in the tea he <laughs> he okay guys so that's all i have for you guys this week um thank you so much for listening for uh hanging out with me somehow you know what i mean for letting me be in your ear eardrums ear canals ear whatever um you're like oh my god um and please let me know like what books you've been reading that have like exceeded your expectations and then what books you've been reading that did not live up to the hype, girl. Because listen, not all books are going to be for us, right? There are going to be books that you're going to read and you're going to be like, I it's not the reader for these. This is not for me. Uh, and there are going to be other books you're going to read that you're going to be like, oh my goodness, <laughs> praise be, this is, uh, you know, <laughs> I must elevate this to level, you know, to god tier status, god tier, you know. And there are books that are like, girl, it's not even making out of the tiers. Um, it's it's too low. It ranks too low. It does not make it. Um, so yeah, let me let me know like what what you've just been like. What blew my mind and what you've been like. So I was expecting my mind to be blown, <laughs> and none. Cause, cause it happens, and that is okay. You know, it's it's cool. Cause we can't, everything can't be for everybody. But I'm curious. I'm nosy, okay? I am a nosy. All right. Have a wonderful week. Drink some fucking tea. Just get some tea. Listen, I'm getting an electric tea kettle, and I cannot wait. I don't know why I haven't had one this whole time. Like. since I love tea, I'm a dummy. But regardless, I'm getting an electric tea kettle and it's a cute mint green color. I'm really, really, really excited. Um, so, yeah, have a wonderful week. Drink lots of tea. Eat cookies with that tea or cake. Oh, now I want cake. All right, I'm going to leave you now before I make you want other sweet things. <laughs> Bye.